So this Christmas, we're telling a big story, a cosmic story. It's huge. And one of the things that's happened in Christmas in Canada is that it's a, it, it gets caught up in a lot of stuff. And after I share this, this quick message, um, the worship team's going to come back up. We're going to sing some more Christmas carols together. And I recognize that, you know, we've got the kids in the room. And, uh, and so I'll just ask the kids to, to listen in on this story. And if you have questions about it, then, then that's great. You're supposed to. Um, for the adults, as we, as we go through this story, I ask you to, to consider the, the change, to consider the implications of it, because God is truly at work, and God has a plan. You know, Christmas in Canada, we spend a lot of energy being at the mall. I was at the mall yesterday. That was fun. I've made better life choices. It actually wasn't bad. There was a lot of fun in it, and, and it was really, it was enjoyable, and uh, the rest of my family stayed at home because they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. Um, but Christmas, you know, we, we tell a story. We tell a story of the, of the personal birth of the baby Jesus in a manger. You know, if you watch Talladega Nights, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's baby Jesus, baby blue-eyed Jesus. I don't understand that. God come to rescue Israel, come to rescue people from sin. And then we tell the story of charity and of giving and of love. And it's nice. And Christmas is a time for all of these things. But there's a larger story going on. The story of Jesus' birth that gets mixed up, that gets missed year after year. The, the reason why Jesus is born, it's located in Scripture. It's unpacked for us. Surprising challenging, and it gives us purpose. Christmas gives us purpose. In fact, it gives us purpose renewed. It's not a chasing after the, the things of this world. It's a renewed purpose. It's actually a reason to live. See, God has always had a plan, a plan for humanity to make all things right. And how many people know that Christmas in Canada this year, not everything is right. We have this, this moment where it's like, yeah, yeah, this is right. I love this. But I step outside the walls of this church, the walls of this moment that we could take a photograph of this awesome church family. I step outside the walls of the church and I'm reminded almost instantaneously, oh crap, it's not right everywhere. And, and Christmas is about a plan to make all things right. So I want to share with you the this, this story that brings everything to a resolution. Last week, if you weren't here, you need to go to our YouTube, our YouTube page, and you need to watch last week's sermon because that, sto that told the story of the brokenness of, the, of humanity. It ended with humanity being deceived and falling into chaos, falling into evil. Oh, that's a word we don't hear at Christmas often, evil. But the purpose of what we're doing is actually to overcome that evil. It's a sad part of the story. And generation after generation after generation are born into this reality of chaos. In our history, we have a rock and roll legend, Billy Joel, who wrote a cultural defense about evil in a song. And he called it, We Didn't Start the Fire. There's a couple of people in this room that actually know that song. 
You know, a couple people. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. My hair's starting to go gray, too. It's okay. Um, but the, the we didn't start the fire is a, is a plea from 40 years of history saying it existed before us. And he's not that wrong in his diagnosis. You didn't start it. Humanity didn't start the evil. But what Billy Joel doesn't tell us is that we joined it. We joined it. We joined the evil and we need saving from it. Humanity, you and I are created for this purpose. I said Christmas Eve is about purpose. I'm getting to it real quick. You were created for this purpose. To be God's willing agents of order inside of a world that is full of chaos. There is a purpose statement for you in that. To be God's willing agents of order and chaos. And I chose every word carefully. Because it's not about my idea of order. Heck no. You're thankful. Trust me. But it is about God's idea and his understanding of order. And I'm to be a willing agent. But we've succumbed to the chaos. And now we need order to be restored. And so Christmas is about how God restores order. There's been glimpses and foreshadows of how God was going to restore his uncorrupted order throughout scripture. God chose a people that he called Israel. And he said, I'm going to create order from this nation. But yet, even the people that he chose had already still been corrupted by evil. And so they could not fulfill it on their own. It, it didn't go the way it looked like. It started to, it was, it was Torah, and we, it didn't go the way we thought it would look like. It started with Torah and with temple worship. And God, in Torah, and in the way that he established the camps of the nomadic people of Israel... It was built around God right in the center. A sacred space, the temple, the tabernacle, where God could bring his order once again into the world, and it was supposed to go to all nations. Israel was always called to be a blessing to all nations, and is. God needed to create a way for the uncorrupted, the unpolluted, we have an old word for this, the holy man, to reestablish God's order. Just like the Spirit hovered over the waters of the deep, creating a plan, God has always had a plan, and we call that plan Christmas. God's defeat of Satan's disorder comes from God imposing his order into a world of chaos in this announcement. Let's read Luke chapter 1, 26 to 33. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, 
Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, and he will be great, and he will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. Notice that, that's the throne of Israel. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. So God has been creating spaces uncorrupted by evil. And they keep on getting corrupted. The garden. The nation of Israel. The tabernacle. The temple. It just keeps on getting corrupted. And then God chose Mary. God comes in the infinitesimally small, undetected, imposing his order back into a chaotic world. The virgin will bear a child. The space that is uncorrupted, the pure space, never tainted. The symbology is as clear as it can come. The virgin will bear a child. The reality is clear. God in this moment is creating order, not from corrupted material, but from uncorrupted. The unstained, unsoiled embryo contains everything that human is supposed to be, yet not corrupted by the evil. In this way, Jesus is able to do something that no other human can do. Jesus fulfills what it means to be human. The announcement, Mary, do not be afraid, for you found favor with God. And behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bear a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, Son of God. So we sit in this moment. God's uncorrupted human stepping into human. This isn't about a manger or a nice feeling. This is about God. Born to be the agent of God's order in the chaotic world. To be human. So God becomes human to fulfill the purpose of humanity. So Christmas then isn't about the gifts under a tree. It's not actually just about a random baby. Christmas isn't about a nice group of wise men who come to worship a backwater child in swaddling clothes. Christmas is the true human born uncorrupted to be the agent of God's order. He's creating his order and it spreads from Jesus. It spreads out from him. Jesus comes to set order and rescue human, to restore humanity to its original pur purpose, to save us from the evil we're born into. You were never the problem. You are not the problem that God was trying to solve. God was trying to solve for the evil that you have been corrupted by. He is resolving for the evil that's in the world, and he is purifying each 
one of us so that we will live again forever with him in that pure form. You weren't the problem. You were actually called to be the solution. And Jesus did what you couldn't do. Jesus actually fulfilled the role of Israel. Jesus fulfilled the role of the Levite priest. Jesus fulfilled the role that you can't do on your own. And that's why accepting Jesus is so important. Christmas is the hope. Because we were derailed by the problem. We were defeated and overwhelmed by the problem. We were subjugated and we became slaves. But Christmas is the hope. It's the hope for humanity to recover its purpose. Christmas is the hope for you to recover your purpose. God's made all things right again by putting humanity back on course. And we're able to join with God in restoring the order to the chaotic world. Why do you think that John says in 1 John 2, 15 to 17, it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride of life, is not from the Father, but it's from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. When we understand the Christmas story, is God reinstating his order back into the world, giving us purpose, then we can't go back and love the things that add to the chaos. You can't do it. It's contradictory. You can't love the chaos and love the evil that you were, that you were created order, you were created to bring order to. It's like, it's like having a bedroom and being like, wow, it's a mess. And then, you know, you send the kids in to fix the bedroom. And the kids walk in and go, well, it's a mess. We should make it more of a mess. Right? That's not what we're called to do. Your purpose is to create order. Look, this Christmas, not to be too depressing, but Salvation Army put this out and it was a big alarm bell. This Christmas, one in four people in Ontario were trying to meet their financial bills. This Christmas, one in three have mental, mental health issues that stem from lack of purpose. One in three mental health issues stemming from lack of purpose. This Christmas, Canadians have lost hope in the government, lost hope in the idea of what we could be in, as a nation. This Christmas is about humanity being restored in the form of uncorrupted flesh. So because of Jesus, you can be restored. This Christmas is the gift that God gives you is an invitation to regain your purpose. To step into a clear purpose. To understand a clear purpose. To be an agent of God's order in the world. Look, we just spent all Christmas doing a Make a Difference campaign. And guys, we were able to do a whole bunch of stuff. But there's still seven days left. Get on it. Create order in your world. Experience the peace that comes from being generous and giving. Experience the joy that comes from serving. Because your purpose is to create order. 
And when you live in your purpose, you can start to defeat some of the mental health issues that continue to plague our society because it comes from purposelessness. We are called to follow in God's footsteps to lead all humanity back into God's order. It's what Jesus did. It's what every single miracle that we've been talking about in our sermon series before Christmas and our sermon series after Christmas, every miracle we're talking about is Jesus reordering the chaos in people's life. So, we're not here without purpose, set apart on a rogue planet revolving after a spinning star, because God had a plan, and that plan is for you to have a role in pushing back against the chaos, for you to have a role in genuine relationship with Him, being the human that God created you to be. When Jesus completed his work by dying and rising again, the worst that Satan could throw at him was defeated. So, God's restoring his order through his creation. But you have to accept that. There's a call here to any single person in this room. Any single person in this room that would say, I see why Jesus came as a baby. Jesus came as a baby to fulfill what it means to be human. And you can't create that level of order by yourself. You can't do it. Everything you do will be mired with selfish ambition or pride or arrogance or materialism or bad motivations. It will be mired by the chaos. You can't do it on your own. We need Jesus. You need to put your faith in Jesus this Christmas. If you want to step out of this chaos, you need to put your faith in Jesus this Christmas. If you want to step into the order that God is creating in this world, you need to put your faith in Jesus this Christmas. Because then God creates a sacred space inside of you. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. Another temple. Another temple. Another way that we are able to do this. You, without God, you can only generate chaos from which you are born. So if there's only one message I can get across this Christmas, God is destroying the work of Satan and evil while restoring you to your purpose. His order has always been expan expansive. God's order restores you to your created role as an agent of God's order. Look, if you need to say, yes, I see that Jesus can restore my purpose as that person who is pushing forward God's created order. I don't care if you've been a Christian for a long time. There's an element to Christianity that sits too passively and doesn't understand that we're actually to engage in a purpose. If this is you, if this message is hitting you, I want you to go to promisechurch.community right now on your phone. 
And I want you to go to the yellow button, and I want you to say, I'm putting life-altering faith in Jesus. And it's life-altering because what it means, you might have been a Christian for a long time, but there's an altering of your life. There's a, I am joining in that purpose to create order, to create God's order with Jesus as a sacred space inside of me, spreading out into all the world. That's the gift that God offers us at Christmas. The reason we come to the manger and sing, we come to a king who's restoring the order. The power of God coming in humility. God's story is better. God restoring humanity to our original intent. Instead of giving, instead of powering his way into rulership, God becomes uncorrupted human so that your corruption can be cleansed. Restoring us, not defeating us. Forgiving us, not holding it against us. For if God is for us, then who could be against us? And we worship God for his plan of restoration.